it, it should be Monday, but it's not. It's Wednesday. We're here to rescue not only Christmas with the Salvation Army, but we're here to rescue you on your Wednesday night because uh, we understand Wednesdays are boring nights. It's the middle of the week. It's like not quite the weekend. It's not the beginning of the week. It's it's hump day. So we're here to rescue you from all the other bullshit that goes on around social media and everything else. San Antonio Spurs are playing tonight. But we'll get you some we'll get you some scores in a minute here. This is Sweep the League. We're back. We took off Thanksgiving. We were supposed to have a show, but we didn't because we decided that family time is more important than getting a show out. I'm gonna agree with that just a little bit though. I'm gonna agree with that a little bit because I don't celebrate Thanksgiving as much anymore. Cause I don't eat. I eat the ham and I eat a couple of green beans, but that's about it. Rock goes to town. He you know, he goes to like, yeah, literal town as y'all can't see on the video, but he's going literal town on Thanksgiving feasts. I'm sure stats gobbles everything on the uh, on the buffet table or wherever he goes for Thanksgiving. They're going to be joining me tonight for sweep the league. Shemaya's out. Candace is out. We had a funny laugh because Derek's out, too, but that's something that we'll get into later. But Derek's out as well. Rock stats Thanksgiving first and foremost. How was it, guys? Uh, mine was really good. You know, like you mentioned, I do eat a lot on Thanksgiving. It's one of my favorite holidays, arguably my favorite one. Um, but I always love Thanksgiving. You know, just being with the family, just sitting around, and just uh, uh, just being with each other. Even though you know, family is family right here every day, but it just feels so special on Thanksgiving. You know, compared to like a christmas or whatever but i always love thanksgiving you know just devour it and you have an excuse to watch the cowboys so yeah so it was good did you watch a hallmark movie because that was kind of like a hallmark moment right there <laughs> right hey i'm just getting off the mental lately <laughs> you have you got all, in all your feels man oh god <laughs> no so, i did not watch a hallmark movie but i watched and stressed about the cowboys for half one half and then i was very happy so yeah we're going to get into Cowboy Talk. I'm going to let you talk about Cowboys because I don't know if I'm changing my my attitude towards them. Stats, Thanksgiving for you. How was it, man? Oh, it was good, man. I uh, I worked and then I slept. I took a nap after work. And you then worked on Thanksgiving? I did. And then I woke up from my nap and then I stuffed my face and then I fell back asleep. Oh I worked God. too also. I got them bit, but I worked in the morning. Me too. <laughs> wow. So I was the only one that did not well. I'm sure Pat, stats got paid time and a half. I got paid double time and a half, man. I was chilling. Double yeah, time man. and a half? Yep. So yeah. so if you make $12 an hour, you got, what, $24, $30 an hour? Basically, yeah. I mean, um, wow. Yeah, yeah, so, I mean, it wasn't too, too uh, real popping, you know, at the new job, but... But it, it was it was just chill. I mean, even on the day after I got double time and a half, it was a holiday. But I mean, I mean, the new job has me six to two, so it's not too bad. Yeah, I, I, it's not we, bad at all, man. Yeah, we know your new job, man. Your new job's going really, really good. Well, like I said, this sweep the league. Thanksgiving is over. We're getting ready for Christmas holidays. Hey, get ready for Christmas, guys. We're going to be sharing our link here. Salvation Army. It's the red kettle or ringing the bell. We're going to be doing out. Last year, Rock and I wore the short shorts. It was the uh, the rock and croc uh, moment for myself and Rocky and Derek. We were out at La Cantera. We're going to be out at La Cantera a few times this year. And, oh, my God, I'm, I'm glad you guys don't see the video here. But <laughs> the... Um, we're going to be out at La Cantera raising money for the kids again. Uh, the Red Kettle Drive for the Salvation Army. We've got Candace is going to join us as well. Derek's going to join us as well. Got a couple of boxers that we are definitely going to be getting some local boxers and getting into that real quick. Just to give you a reminder, this Saturday, December 3rd, TMB Promotions Knockout. Frank Gore headlining. The event at the Freeman Coliseum. Tickets on sale at eventbrite.com. If you can't be there live, watch it live. You can watch it on Fight TV by thr by Triller. I'll say Thriller by Triller. Fight TV by Triller. It's pay per view. I believe it's twenty four ninety five for the fight. So there's no excuses as to why you cannot be a part of this great event by TMB Promotions. We will be out there. The Rock himself, Stats himself, Shamaya on the beats, myself. We're gonna have pre fight 
video on Instagram. We're going to do pre-fight video on Facebook like Rock and I did last time. Tons of videos. We're going to go live all night. We're going to talk to celebrities. Rock's going to sign some autographs. We're going to just go all out Saturday night. Join us at the Freeman Coliseum TMB Promotions Presents Knockout. Speaking of knockout, man, Cowboys, I, I, I said if they lost to the Vikings that they wouldn't make the playoffs. That was my 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 intuition there. Come to find out, yeah, they beat the Vikings, the Vikings very, very easily. Then they go on Thanksgiving and they beat the Giants. So hottest team in the NFL right now? Could you say? And don't take off the homer hat. I'm being dead serious on this. Nah, I mean, I, I think you can say they're up there, but I mean, I wouldn't say they're the hottest team. You still have, you know, excuse me, the Chiefs of the road, the Bengals of the road, which I have. A, I, I want to ask y'all too a question here in a bit about those two teams, but I would say, you know, they're trending upward, and that big that Vikings win, excuse me, was a big was a big you know motor uh, motivation for them. But I was real concerned against them and the Giants, but you know, it's the Giants. Eventually, they're going to implode. They have no one at receiver. Theoretically, you know, Darius Slayton, that's it. But uh, I would say, you know, they're up there, but I'm still skeptical on the team because of the run defense and just the Cowboys seem to beat themselves. So I don't want to get my two uh, hopes up yet. Okay. Stats, are we overreacting on the fact that the Cowboys are probably the hottest team right now in football? Um, Like Rock mentioned, the Chiefs are on fire right now. Like they've they've won like five in a row right now and pat mahomes looks like the front runner for the mvp but um yeah no the cowboys are yeah they're they're on fire right now um again we talked about on this show that the door is now wide open in the nfc for the cowboys and honestly guys i'm gonna go ahead and say it this is their best opportunity for the cowboys to win the whole thing the curse not just not just get to the super bowl not just get you know i mean not just get to the nfc title game but like win the entire thing this is the year for them to do it because all of these Titans in the NFC are falling down. Rams are in a complete downhill spiral. Uh, the Buccaneers look like trash. Um, the Packers, Aaron Rodgers is hurt. The Packers are, are probably not going to make the playoffs. You got three big heavy hitters um, out, and that opens the door for a bunch of teams. And the Vikings, um, they looked horrible against the Cowboys. Um, so the Vikings are still the old Vikings, man. You know, you never know what vikings team is going to show up unfortunately and but you, um when you said that they're going to win the whole thing this is the year they win i mean they still got to go through the juggernaut of the afc that is true but i mean like i kind of agree on the line along the lines of stats but it's going to be obviously tough in the super bowl whoever they face but the nfc is wide open so i i agree with stats you know they can get there i'm skeptical on winning it all just because the afc but they have a really good shot, and I think it's one of their best opportunities as well because, I mean, I saw you talking about earlier on Twitter um, that they might lose Zeke, but, I mean, they might bring him back. What do you do with that? You know, the receiving core, let's say they had Odell. You know, it just adds another firepower. You know, eventually you're going to start paying Parsons, you know, some other guys on the, de- uh, on the defense and some other guys on the offense. You know, C.D. Lamb's due for extension next, next uh, this coming offseason. Paul has got to get a page. So you got to eventually just capitalize on your window before it gets too late. Does Jerry does Jerry cut Zeke? I mean, it's only $11.8 million in dead cap space. Now, compared mm-hmm. to, like, this year or last year, where it was, like, $30 million. Nah, dude. That's, uh, dude, it's like... Zeke I mean, you has, don't cut him. I know that. Yeah, Zeke has, like, some blackmail on Jerry, man. Like, Jerry has nothing ever negative to say about Zeke. He's like, Zeke's our guy. I know. This and that. But then again, it's because Jerry doesn't want to be wrong. And I get it. You exactly. Know? Oh, and, I was about to say, I was about to go with you on that one, Rock. Yeah, because it was his choice. He's like, oh, he's my guy. I gave him the big contract. I don't want to look like a fool. Exactly. That's what I told people on Twitter. You don't cut Z because of that. He looked fine in his moments with Pollard. You see it working. So, I mean, I understand, you know, some Cowboys are like, oh, we should cut him next offseason. I'm like, yeah, eventually move on from him, but it's just like you're going to suffer that cap hit. And, you know, what do you do if you lose Pollard? You're going to have Malik Davis, who I arguably think is a sleeper for up the death chart next year. But that's a different story. But, I mean, you're going to have Tony, you know, Malik Davis is your starter. So, it's like, what do you do for then? And then it's like, you're going to feel pressure to pay another running back and go through the whole situation again. You know, Pollard's price tag is not going to cost you an arm and a leg. I mean, it's going to cost you 
partially of a leg, but it's not going to be in uh, Alvin Kamara and CMCs of the road where you're getting paid like that. Uh, yeah, I, I agree with you, Rock. I, I agree with what Rock is saying. Like, I don't think they have to pay an arm and a leg to keep Pollard. I don't think Pollard is that kind of player anyway who would want to. I mean, of course, you want to get paid, but he's not going to demand the world to stay there. He wants to be there. He likes being there. And honestly, the Cowboys, like I said, we going back to Zeke, I don't think they need Zeke. Um, they can have Pollard do most of the work and bring in a guy like a Latavius Murray, even a veteran who can get it done, the power back at the goal line, um, who's proven. He's been in the league for a while and uh, easy guy to work with. You never hear anything bad about a guy like him. Um, so the Cowboys could even roll with that, pay Pollard and bring in like a vet to use at the goal line or a power back situation. You know, and I want to go through something because it was brought up, like Roxanne mentioned earlier about Zeke. And, you know, the reason why it came up is because of the NFL draft, you know, the coverage that I'm doing for the NFL. Draft. Go check it out, man. Rudy got the Rudy got the works on that. Check it out. His mock drafts. Yeah. I mean, I'm getting them out there. And this is the reason why, because look at the free agent class you have at running back. And if you let Zeke walk and you're saying, you know what, we can we can get Pollard. Say you lose them both. I mean, I had one guy, uh, I think it was John Dyer, said, you know, Bijan Robinson. Love Bijan, man. Love him. Bijan is fantastic. But when you've got a first round pick and you're the Dallas Cowboys, you've got more holes to fill than just mm-hmm. running back. Now, these are a couple of the guys that are unrestricted free agents coming into the offseason Saquon Barkley, Josh Jacobs. Um, you've got even guys like Samaj P. Ryan, who fills in very nicely for Joe mm-hmm. Mixon. You've got Jeff Wilson, Latavius Murray. I mean, you've got starters out here. Miles Sanders is a free agent. Mm-hmm. So you can get a running back that is not going to be a rookie and still go out and get one guy that I mentioned was uh, Sean Tucker from the Syracuse Orange. Yeah, I mean, dude, I like Sean. Yeah. He, he's not going to be a first-round guy. He's probably going to be a third- or fourth-round guy. So get a running back right there. You're fine with Sean Tucker. I think what we got to look at is what the guy you mentioned earlier. If you're adding an Odell Beckham Jr., mm-hmm. then I'm all for what Mark said, and that is this is probably their year. Because Odell gives you that dynamic that you don't have right now. Big play receiver. Don't give me the bullshit about C.D. Lamb. C.D. Lamb is not big play receiver. C.D. Lamb is, you know, the Mighty Mouse Tyreek Hill, basically. (laughs) I mean, he's going to get you big plays in, like, 15, 20-yard gaps. To where Odell is going to be that downfield threat along with Gallup. Then if you get that, I'm I'm totally for saying the Cowboys are that team to beat. And and I agree with you. You know, I I don't get the fans, you know, that – argue with me saying we should not Odell he's a drama queen this and that but if you're getting a player like that who wants to come here supposedly what Von Miller says and things are getting reported it's going to come down to the Bills and Cowboys the Bills know he's good so why would you not want to add a play major like that it's going to make things easier on CD and people will still have to respect Odell as a receiver and he wants a multi-deal to end his career somewhere I mean you probably the I think the range we were talking about was around 11 million his his average uh, salary that he's going to be commanding. I mean, if you're going all in, why might as well do it? I mean, you've just been avoiding this all the 26 years since your last Super Bowl. Why not just do it, Jerry? Just stop, you know, blue balling the whole fan base and just sign him already. Yeah, no, I do. I do understand that. You've got to. You've got to make a move. You got to make. You got to make a move. There's like no. <sighs> you're a player you're literally a player away the defense is elite this year i still think that if you're drafting in the first round of your dallas that you need to definitely get more on the defensive side i mean you you've got to stop you got to be able to stop your opponents in my opinion um but odell does make sense for them you got to have that big play guy especially in the red zone now i'm gonna i want to ask you guys a question here on this because it it really does Make me wonder. Tight end position. Mm-hmm. If they can shore up the tight end position with a draft pick, as in Michael Mayer out of Notre Dame, blocking tight end, mother effer on the offensive side, another big weapon. Is that a guy that the offense would 
greatly welcome with open arms. I'm gonna say no, dude. I'm I'm gonna give you why, man. Dal I mean, if they bring back Dalton Schultz, I understand his contract. You know, he's gonna want some money, but Jake Ferguson and Peyton Hendershot look like some motherfuckers, man. And I understand, you know, Michael Mayer's probably double the talent as him, and you know, but I feel like he might be a first round talent. And you're, you know, adding a guy like that, like you said, but you need to, you know, solve other issues. If I'm the Cowboys and I get in the late twenties, I'm going O line. You know, you got you got Tyron just hurt all the time, man. You eventually got to find a replacement. Not a, you know, not a replacement right away, but someone down the road for, for Zach Martin. Or I'm going somewhere on defense, you know. You, you get secondary upgraded or you, or you get your best defensive player. You can never have enough defensive players, man. I mean, you got you to gotta shore up something. But I like Mayer. He's, he's a hell of a guy, you know, at Notre Dame. He's going to be one of those top tight ends coming out, but I just don't know, man, because you have Schultz, and who knows if they bring him back, but I'm really riding in high on Ferguson and Penn Hendershot, and even McKinnon, who doesn't really get a lot of touches, but, I mean, he's a he's a huge guy, a lot of athleticism, so I don't know. Yeah, it, it's tough, man. I mean, I only threw out Mayer out there because it seems like I like Schultz for them, but I don't like Schultz for them. It's kind of one of those, I think he can do better. And a blocking tight end like you know Mayor out of Notre out of Notre Dame, I think it actually helps the running game a lot more. You might see more uh, more active Zeke. You know Pollard, you know able to hit the holes a little bit better. But offensive line, man, it's going to be tough for them to draft offensive. Let's say move up in the draft. You're talking maybe a Jalen Duncan in the second round if he drops that far. Um, outside of that, you probably have nothing but maybe fourth or fifth round guys, maybe third round guy every now and then, you know, depending on the combine. But yeah, I, I think we're, Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Sats. Yeah. I was, I was going to say, um, going back to the, uh, OBJ thing, um, just real quick. Cause you're saying the two teams that he's looking at are potentially the Cowboys and the bills. Um, mm -hmm. uh, these two teams can actually meet in the Super Bowl. So another thing to consider is if you're the Cowboys, you can keep, another weapon from going to their potential opponent down the line. Yeah. Um, but two, if they do sign OBJ, one of the Bills' biggest deep, uh, like issues or weaknesses, and really their only real weakness um, as far as defense, is in their pass yards allowed. They're 17th in the league in pass yards allowed, so you're going to beat the Bills through the air more than anything. Dude, just okay. imagine that Super Bowl Bills, Super Bills Cowboys, and that you know, just that a horror from Bills fans because they know they never won a Super Bowl. And they oh, those, every those spankings time. that the Cowboys gave them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. Just the PTSD yeah. older Bill fans probably have just when they go to the Super Bowl. Yep. Can we see a Bills Cowboys Super Bowl? It could be possible. It's, I mean, you know, it's going to be a really good game. Wait. Are we really that high on the Bills now? No, the Bills are still pretty good. I've kind of lost, but I've kind of lost a little bit of steam for Buffalo. It just doesn't feel right. I don't know. See, see and, and see, you know, talking about the Bills, kind of staying with it. Obviously, the Bills have to go through two teams that I want to ask you a question about: the Bengals and the Chiefs. Mm -hmm. So, around the horn, I heard today. Is it right to say? Mahomes Burrow is the new Manning Brady rivalry of this generation. Would y'all say that, or would you say it's Allen Mahomes? Yeah, Manning Brady. That's a great yeah, like ask. It's not saying, you know, obviously you're not comparing, but it's like ask, you know, you had those yeah. big rivalries, Colts, Pat, Patriots, you always tuned in. But, you know, a lot of the guys around the horn and, and women, um, they said, you know, some of it is kind of ask. And Burrow actually has, has an upper hand on Mahomes right now. But I kind of agree that it is for this generation the Manning Brady esque for me. If stats has something, I'll let you go because I'm really thinking hard yeah. on this. I'm like, it's like I'm really taking a one of those you know monster shits. I'm really concentrating <laughs> on this because this is a very tough it's, one. It's it is tough, and I've actually heard um, this conversation and this question being asked before, but about Mahomes and Allen. Um, I think I'm going to lean more towards Mahomes and Allen just because I think I like Joe Burrow. He's really good. But I think those two, they've just had such classic matchups in recent history, and they're only going to produce more like classic games. Um, those those duels that those two have had, the history, the the overtime, I mean, just all of all of the, the rich 
um, experiences between those two quarterbacks and their teams. Um, I think I'm going to have to side with Mahomes and, and Allen in that I'll, comparison. Okay, so I'll say Mahomes and Allen just because, like y'all mentioned, the battles that you have and everything. But can we just say that if if Justin Herbert had healthy receivers for an entire mm-hmm. season, how much of a badass he would be? Hey, mm-hmm. can, can we can we talk about the fact that there is a curse on that organization? And can we talk about the fact that I'm having deja vu because we had this exact conversation a long ass time ago, and I feel it the same way. You know what's craziest? <laughs> it's like, I, like okay, this is like my conspiracy hat. I feel like it's like a revival of like the old, you know, the past decade of quarterbacks. Because I'm not saying you know Justin Herbert's Philip Rivers, but you had Phil, you know, Philip Rivers and that Chargers quarterback that didn't that didn't really get talked about. You know, he had he had his receivers, but you know, he was there. But no, no one gave him love, and then rock. so it's like, ooh, rock, rock. You know what's what's really eerie? I had this, um, I had a conversation with a buddy of mine about that exact comparison of Herbert and Rivers. And <laughs> the more, the more, but it, it's really scary, guys, because the more I see, it, did y'all watch that Chiefs uh, Chargers game that happened? Like I think it was like last, last week. Um, but yeah. the more I watched that team play and all of the like the heartache and the losses that they've taken and all the injuries, um, God, it, it like the more I saw Herbert, I'm like, the more he started feeling a lot like Philip Rivers, that quarterback who is never going to get the recognition of the big guy, the the big time players. He's we all know he's very good, but because of the team he's on, because of the weird things that have happened around that team, he's not going to get the recognition he deserves. And I'm worried he's going to end up being that next Phillip Rivers. Man, you know, and it's kind of funny you say that because when I look at Herbert, I see, I see Drew Brees, honestly. Like, he's going to get traded, gonna get traded now. I, 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 yeah, exactly. I have that feeling, like Rock just said, I feel that he's Drew Brees. He's going to get traded, and he's going to go win a Super Bowl somewhere else. What is yeah. wrong with the Chargers organization? Like, Dude. It, it followed him to L.A., man. Paper. I don't know. It, it, it followed him to L.A. It's a horror movie, guys. Good God. I mean, because go back to the days, man. How, how in the hell do you not win, you know, a Super Bowl or, or anything. I mean, well, wait a minute. Did they win a Super Bowl? No. No. They've never won a Super Bowl. They they didn't do it with Fouts. They didn't do it with Rivers. Oh, okay. So they were in one because didn't – there was a time – I know Junior Seau. It was a team with Seau. Yeah, they – yeah, they – um. Oh, they, I know the Chargers got blown out by the Niners in one of them. It was the Niners, yeah. I remember, was I'm, the only I've, one they were in? No, they had to. I know they were in another one. Yeah, because it was. Yeah, it was the Niners. I mean, could you see? You know, character-wise, we're not comparing. Before anyone listens, and I'm not comparing character-wise, but can you pick it to Big Ben? You know, that rookie that's coming in. You know, maybe eventually lead the Steelers or something, or put him back to prominence. Could, I'm just trying to stir the pot here, man. It's like a can he pick it? No. Yeah. Like you know how he's a rookie like Big Ben, you know, came in and showed his hey. moments, but eventually down the road he did de- he did good. But I mean, it's like kind of just following the, you know a new revival of that past decade for me. Hey, hey did 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 uh, guys guys quick question? Did Big Ben ever help Kenny Pickett get a girl in Pittsburgh? <laughs> Jesus Christ! Don't remember Maybe that storyline going in? I think I do. I think I do. Did he? I don't. I don't know. I mean. Kenny, uh, Kenny Pickett's struggling on the field, so I could imagine he's probably struggling in the bars too to pick up a girl. Not many women in Pittsburgh probably want to date him because he can't. If he can't perform on the field, what makes you think he can perform in the bedroom? That's just going to leave it at that. We're probably going to get sued by Kenny Pickett. And as we go into the uh, the civil lawsuit from Kenny Pickett on Sweep the League, let me remind you guys about Baller Boys Podcast, Shamaya on the Beat Radio, Internet Radio, I Am Refocused Radio, and the D. Gervin Big Mo Show. I haven't said that in a while, so I'm glad I remembered it. All podcasts, all part of the uh, Sweep the League Network. 
This is sweep the league. It's that's it's the rock himself. It's Rudy. Everybody else is still on holiday vacation. Uh, yeah, Kenny, don't sue us uh, at all because we don't have a whole lot of money right now. But when we do, we'll gladly buy a Kenny pick. Don't sue us, Kenny. My one of my good friends is a Steelers fan. We love the Steelers <laughs> here, man. Love Najee Harris in my fantasy team, even though he's horrible. Bullshit. Najee Harris has cost me so many games. He's horrible, year. but he's a dynasty god. He's horrible though. A dynasty god. <laughs> a dynasty. It's hard. It's hard. It's hard to get rid of him on dynasty, man. But yeah. I, l- I like to thank Najee Harris for making one of my fantasy teams 0 and 11. Oh God, Lee. <laughs> I'm I'm bad, but not I'm bad in one league, not that bad. I still have two wins in one league. Rudy, are you doing good in that league we're in? Let me check the record right now. Um, I think I'm in sixth in that dynasty league that we're in. Dude, I still need to pay my day. Yeah, I haven't paid yet. So if the commission is listening, I'm sorry. I haven't paid quite yet, but I am six and six in that league. Dude, I'm seven and five. I'm in fifth place, dude. I'm, well, I'm up there, Mark. By all means, you know, for whatever reason, my team looked sexy on draft night. And, you know, it's like it looked sexy and then it just went to complete crap. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Dude, fantasy, I don't know about y'all. Fantasy was just super weird this year. I mean, it really was. Who would have thought Josh Jacobs would be arguably the RB1 in fantasy this year? This guy is just killing it, dude. It really is. It's, it's funny because he had a really slow start. Mm-hmm. I can't. I mean, fan, in the leagues that I'm supposed to be dominating in, that I have dominated in, in mm-hmm. one of them, I'm already eliminated from the playoffs because I lost the tiebreaker. I, I lost by 12 points on the tiebreaker. I'm like, really? I, I'm, I'm beginning to hate these tiebreakers. You're speaking of tiebreakers, I... You know, everyone's probably going to hate me after they hear this. You know, I'm not a Mexico soccer fan, but I'm a U.S. soccer fan. But it was funny to me that if Mexico, you know, whoever likes World Cup, if Mexico would have uh, uh, finished game, whoever saw 2-0 today, dude, they would have not advanced on tiebreakers because of yellow cards. You know what yeah. crappy that is? To be like, hey, man, we didn't advance because we got too many yellow cards. That's it's the most funniest thing I ever heard. That's that's such B crap, man. It's awesome. BS. But, but, but Saudi Arabia scored, so Mexico was just knocked out. So yeah, yeah. Wait, so it's good you brought this up because I do want to talk World Cup. Mm-hmm. I am a, I am a massive idiot when it comes to soccer. <laughs> I, played... I was expecting the opposite. <laughs> no, no, I'm a massive idiot when it comes to soccer. I watch soccer. I love watching soccer, even live I do. But I do not understand any of the damn rules when it comes to soccer because <laughs> you they call offsides more than anything I've ever seen. And I'm like, what in enti- what entails offsides? Real, real quick, shout out. US men's team, congrats. They advanced. Um I I haven't seen Twitter and Facebook and Instagram so united in forever. <laughs> so congrats to the men's team. I did watch the game at work. Uh, it was fantastic. But going back to soccer, I, we should really get Katie Goodman. Dude, I was just about to say that, man. Because I, I, I got to get the rules down. What did the hell is considered offsides in soccer? Because apparently there's even offsides in hockey. I don't know how the hell you yeah, get offsides yeah. in hockey. So, I mean, just the basic knowledge of just offside, just obviously, like, you can't be behind the last defender. But, um, and, like, kind of in a sense, like, cherry picking in a way. Because, I mean, if there was no offsides, everyone was cherry pick. But it's so subjective because it's just so hard. Because, like, you saw in that game, in the U.S.'s opening game, uh, was it against England or the opening game? I, I might have been against England, but anyways. Um, I think it was Wales, right? Yeah, Wales. Wales, yeah, Wales yeah, is the yeah, opening yeah. game. And I think it might have been Tim Way or it was someone else. I forget, you know, excuse me, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, whoever's listening. But he was barely off by like, like, you know, like his hand, like his fingers. And it's like, it's so hard to call that sometimes with the ref. And especially at the World Cup, all that tense moment, you know, I, I bet you just, it's probably more pressured as a ref at the World Cup than I got a Super Bowl, in my opinion. Because, I mean, you got trillions of fans, and and you're more subjected in soccer than in football. And my, I mean, I think that's how it is. I mean, I know some people don't like soccer, but it's hard to be a ref in soccer. I get that, you know. I and I feel bad because it's like, you know, you're ref in soccer. I mean, shit, you could lose your life in soccer by oh, being a ref. I mean, it happened, happened yeah, before. I, and before we, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but no. in the league I'm in, dude. 
I I see are the referees like get get uh, shit talking to them, and then they're like the players like let's go fight, and I'm like, why are you trying to fight a ref in a rec league, man? And I've seen and I've seen refs fight a player on the sideline, and this player just gets knocked out, and I'm like, are you that dumb to like fight a ref? Like, come on, man, like. It's so dumb. Dude, I mean, some been... of these refs, some of these refs are jacked, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> have you ever have you ever gotten into it with a ref? Oh, hundred percent, I have because because uh, some guy like almost allegedly like you know sprained my ankle super bad and like he got a dirty play and I got in with the ref. And it was oh, dude, it was one of my lowest moments, but I was like, this guy, this guy was bald. <laughs> oh God! And I was like. I was like, fuck you, man. I was like, you're bald as fuck anyways. <laughs> and, and, I was like, and, and then and then and I was like, you get paid barely dollar to nothing anyways, man. And I just walked off. And I and I apologized to him. And he was like, nah, man, I'm not taking that apology because of what you said. And I was like, hey man, it is what it is, man. I said you're bald. I was mad. I figured you were gonna go with you you look like a dick because your head is shaved or something like that. Oh, I mean, I could have got hurt, dude. This guy could have broke my ankle and it was a dirty play. And so like, go I, after the guy. I mean, yeah. if the ref doesn't do anything, go after the guy. I was asking for a foul, but the guy said, "No, nah, it was a clean play." And I'm not—I'm not the type to complain about fouls. But if you're explicitly trying to hurt me and not trying to play soccer, come on, man! It's just like we all have a job and a life after this. I'm not getting paid to play. You should. You should. I should have. They needed to put an NIL deal for me, man. Wasn't the Joker right when he says, "Don't if you're good at something, don't do it for free." Hey. Hey, yep, that's what that's what I gotta do, man. That's why that's why oh. I gotta get you to pay me in Burger Boy now. Oh God, <laughs> I'm kidding. The official unofficial sponsor of Sweep the League, Burger Boy. So basically, you can't cherry pick is what it is. Offsides on soccer, that's what it is. So if you're a defender and I'm now, don't take this in a sexual way behind you. Um, I get called for offsides. Uh, yeah, basically, yeah. So like you know. That's total bullshit. Hey, I mean, it is what it is. It's soccer, dude. I mean, it's that's why you gotta really time your runs, or you know, just really, you know, just get a guy that can beat someone one on one, or just really just have a team move in co- cohesion. I mean, it's it's just hard, and I I don't mind the rule, but it's it's because I grew up with it. But I mean, like I said, offsides can be really subjective, and sometimes it's like, come on, dude, that was not offsides. But, you see it in any league, but in like any league, if you're a defender, you know. You're guarding your man, technically, mm-hmm. right? So if I was to beat my man to the basket in basketball, you have a big man to protect the rim. Hence, mm-hmm. you have a goalie in soccer to protect the goal. So that's where I'm like, I don't understand the whole offsides thing. I mean... Is it easier to score a bucket if there's a big man in the paint, or is it easier to score a goal if there's a goalie you're one of I think it's hard either way. I mean, that's just my opinion. I think it's hard either way. Um, I mean, if anything, it it shows just how important having a skilled finisher on your team is. If you're going to have guys like be one-on-one most of the time, you need to have guys you can get past, just the average defender. This this turned into a whole sexual conversation, the way that we're talking. <laughs> this is soccer talk. I promise people, this is soccer talk. Dude, and see, and, and, and you need a skilled goalie or a skilled big man, you know, and this is a shout out to my goalie that I have for my team, Ale. This guy saved this game that we had last uh, last night, and but he's cold. Um, but anyways, yeah, goalie is one of the hardest positions, in in my opinion. I would think so. I would think so. Right behind being a ref in soccer, definitely. <laughs> yeah. So you play Tuesday nights. We have to go. Out, I'm gonna have to go out there on a Tuesday night and watch the Rock in action here, dude. You're gonna see me getting really mad and probably a real competitive, and then you're gonna see a bunch of other teams fighting. It's always a fight every week. I'm not really. It's at it's it's at a good place too, man. I play at Star Complex next to Toyota Stadium. It's not. It's not like it's a bad area or like you know. I'm not saying Southside's a bad area, but I'm just saying, you know, like people don't really care and they bring their guns to the game and stuff. And I'm like, all right, dude, relax. I mean, not that serious. We're not playing for money. All right. So we're probably not going to go see Rock on a Tuesday night play soccer if there's well, guns involved. Well, un- unless we wear like body armor or something. Oh, yeah. yeah. There you go. Yeah. I'll, uh, I'll watch you from the car. I'm not going to go into the actual. Wait, but Rock, do we need riot shields or no? Yeah, <laughs> no I'm kidding. Man, I'll, I'll, I'll bring my personal one, you know, bedazzled. I'll bring it for y'all. Wow, bedazzled, bedazzled riot shield, Jesus Christ. 
All right, well, congrats again to the United States men's soccer team. They advanced in the World Cup. We'll see how they do. Um, you know, I, I got to ask this. We we opened the show. Well, we didn't even open the show like this. We started talking, you know, before we were recording. What did you say? You're, you're talking, you're plugging, literally plugging dude wipes. <laughs> Yeah, I was asking y'all if y'all knew what dude wife was. And, and I, let's let's not be real. You came into the show like Vince McMahon, strutting and everything, <laughs> and your first words. We hadn't talked to you in like two weeks, man. And your first words are, you know, stat smells like ass and Rudy's underarm smell. That that's the first words, and then all, all of a sudden, <laughs> and then it goes to dude wipes. What is yeah, this shit you're talking? Yeah, because because Marco was like, you know, uh, uh, thank you for the constructive criticism. You know, I know I need a wipe more, and I was like, yeah, you should use. <laughs> oh my dude. god! I was like, you should use dude wipes, and then you're like, dude wipes. And you're like, we got to talk about this, and I was like, yeah. I mean, uh, but it was a joke, and then like I ended up realizing what it was, and then I was like, do y'all use a bidet, or have y'all ever used one? And so that was the question: that we would you use a bidet? And I've you asked it. One. You've I'm never one. used? No, I. I will say I've used it one time. There was one available and I did use it. It was in Las Vegas of all places. I mean, you're lucky and you get a nice room in Vegas. I did use it. I will say the experience was different. I Yeah. yeah. I, isn't it isn't it just water just gets propelled up your heads? Pretty much. Yeah, that's the best description. It's it's splash town for your butthole. I mean, there's really no no other no other way around that. <laughs> Is it a great time? I don't know. I'm not saying it was a great time, but it it was different. It cleaned. It did its job. But but how did you feel? Um, violated. Did you feel violated. You feel violated. Probably is the word. <laughs> um, yeah, definitely a definitely a one way one way street. But I felt violated. That is for sure. But I will say, it did its job. But I I did. You, I didn't use a dude wipe, but I did use a wipe to make sure that it did cleanly do its job, you know, and it did good. I would say it did good, dude. Stay all right, staying with like go. wipes and no, it's not a bad question. Staying with like wipes and toilet paper. Were y'all like the people that were like freaking out, like when like the whole like COVID, like when the whole pandemic oh early hit on and like people were freaking out with toilet paper? Were y'all like running out and like freaking out what to do, or like y'all were pretty stocked up? Um. When they started running out, we found some and we bought it by the bulk. I mean, yeah, we, I'm not gonna lie, we did. And not only that, uh, I can't really say it on there, but I was able to grab some from a certain place. Uh, I don't want to get fired uh, from a certain place, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I didn't. I knew it just it lasted the whole time. I mean, I knew we was gonna get restocked. I don't. I don't get how if you're in a pandemic like what what is toilet paper gonna do against covid <laughs> i mean stats what about you no we were fine man we didn't have to like bulk up on toilet paper or anything man it's like well it, think about it guys it doesn't make a lick of sense like people are gonna be more than likely staying at home they're not gonna be going and destroying their assholes at taco bell or <laughs> <laughs> dude <laughs> And I was working at HGB at the time, and like you know, I was working the mornings a lot, and I would have I would have be in charge of like um doing the lines because people would like line up, and that's when people were also freaking about Lysol and like cleaning stuff, dude. And I saw like people like they would go to my register and they'd be like, "Oh, why is there a limited toilet paper?" Like, and they're just trying to buy like six of them. I'm like, "Dude, like, why are you needing six packs? Like, what is the point of you stocking up on that are like ten Lysol?" I'm like, "Can you just do separate orders?" I'm like, "No, like, at least let someone have toilet paper. What if they really needed it, man? Come on." That that's why the whole thing happened in the first place is because people decided to buy like twenty of these things and then okay, resell it. That was yeah. the determination. Wait, who determined that the one thing we're gonna wipe off the shelves is toilet paper in an entire grocery store? Is toilet paper? I don't know, man. It's I mean... probably some rich like stockbroker guy is like, oh, let's just go purchase the, the toilet <laughs> paper. And, and while we're on the lines, man, like people like like you know, I would set up people in line because you know we would. COVID was weird, like early COVID. It was just like we'd open at a certain time, blah, blah, blah. Anyways, but like people would ask me, like, oh, do you have toilet paper? And I'm like, I asked my manager, like, do we have toilet paper? Like, oh, we only have a certain amount of left. And 
people would rush in and go get it and they would run out in like 20 minutes i'm like dude like how like it's not that serious man <laughs> I, I if anyone out there can explain why toilet paper was the number one seller during covid i would love to know because i mean you don't i mean it's toilet paper it wasn't going to protect you against covid mm-hmm. i mean yeah, what i was, feel bad yeah go ahead go ahead what was next it was water now water i get yeah well yeah well it was water so from my experience it was water disinfectant like, wipes disinfectant wipes yeah. yeah um meat meat was a big thing um and it's you know just your regular groceries eggs you know mel- uh milk and all that but it was a real big thing and they had to put a lot of limits but you know shout out hb because you know like some of the partners were like, getting covid pay you know putting the risk of life like 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 i was you know and then like coming home to my family you know I'm, I'm working as a cashier you know putting my life on the line over here but um they would they would do it after hours and let the partner shop and so like we kind of that's how we kind of lasted my mom like oh you know go get you know the groceries and so we do it like at two in the morning it was kind of cool so no one no customers I, th- I think one customer saw us one time they're like that's unfair i'm like dude like how is it unfair man like we're here busting our butts off for you just to complain you can't get three toilet papers man yeah jeez. i i'm i'm still now that y'all bring it up i'm still like trying to figure out how that is i mean like i said disinfectant wipes makes total sense i mean you got to wipe everything and all that but the toilet paper being the first thing off the shelves was amazing to me i mean somebody what had to have happened is somebody had to eat at the the local taqueria that got a 40 on behind the kitchen door and probably was just you know <laughs> atomic shitting the entire night and just needed toilet paper so then when one person sees it oh he's buying two big packs of toilet paper i may need to buy some because apparently we're going to get sick too no i mean like you said covid has nothing to do with you know below the waist it's you know upper respiratory and all that stuff so yeah if anybody can definitely let us know why toilet paper was the number one seller during covid please hit us up on twitter or get you us know you, you know speaking Facebook. real quick i i gotta say this guys i gotta say this so uh one of my pet peeves is when um people don't wash their hands after they use the restroom like they just go straight, they just go straight to the door, open it up, get their dirty germs all over the door handle, which already had germs all over it in the first place. And then they just walk out. I'm like, really? Really? Okay. And that, and that, that gets me at, for, for one. And it especially gets me when they take a dump. I, I cannot understand. I don't know if you guys have seen this. I've seen people walk out of a stall after they just took a shit and they just walk right out of the bathroom. I'm like, are you are you kidding me? Like your hand was in your ass, dude. That that's a PSA to all the Nessios at the, at the San Antonio bars. I do that. Oh my god, dude. I'm like, that's just. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to shout out to the bars that you've seen this at? Uh, no, nah, I don't want to put them on blast, man. Why not? But... It's not like they're a sponsor. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, I, I like going to different bars but i mean um you know i'm young everyone everyone drinks most people drink obviously but yeah, um, shout but, out to the, the bar but most of the bars like you know i i visit a lot but this, it didn't happen there but i think okay the one bar i did happen at dude i 10 ice house oh my god so nice. oh and i know a guy that you know who goes there who don't tell me who goes there you know a former uh boss of yours and a good friend of mine Oh, <laughs> yeah, we're not going to name his name because I don't want to name him, but Nessio, dude. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. That place is so Nessio. And, and, but yeah, I would go all the time just for the towers and just watch, watch, you know, a game with my friends play pool. But I don't go there a lot. But if, you know, people see me around town or, just, you know, anyone that follows me, I, I'm mostly in Southtown area. You know, I go to Amara Thorno, you know, Bruno's and other bars like that, man. I'm, my brother lives downtown, so it's easy. I'm going to actually be there Friday night. And, uh, and Saturday now for the boxing match, most likely. There you go, man. So if you see Rock out and about, be sure to wash your hands if you're going to shake his hand. <laughs> yeah, please, man, please. Yeah. I'll, I'll we don't want some of my hand sanitizer from back. <laughs> hey, 
guys, guys, all you, all you gentlemen out there, please wash your hands after you please. went number two or wiped your ass. Dude, I got so conditioned where I washed my hands <laughs> and then I put, then I put sanitizer on after, and then I sanitized my phone. I'm like so conditioned like that. Right now, you do it for the most part. Yeah, if I don't have sanitizer, Fine. I just really wash my hands like for a good minute, and then like kind of just like if I find sanitizer down down uh, later in the day, I kind of sanitize my hands and then go wash my hands again. You don't know where yeah. germs are, man. And you know what's even worse, guys? It's like so it actually like just thinking about the idea of people taking shits and like walking out of the bathroom without washing their hands you wouldn't think that it could actually get worse right well it can so depending most of these places have really crappy t- uh, tp so, so oh. i don't know if, <laughs> i don't know if this has ever happened to y'all but like so when you go to like wipe um the tp is so thin and so shitty that the fingers actually go through the toilet paper when you're wiping <laughs> so that's why i Okay, so I get where you're going with this, and it yes, I do see that. And <laughs> there, mo- most businesses have toilet paper, you know, as as thin as Britney Spears. You know, yes, it's it's really thin, but Rock is that's in disbelief. What, Rock is in disbelief because he knows it too. He's he's probably cracked a few pieces of toilet paper before and gotten you know the the Hershey highway all over his, his fingers. But with me, I am not going to lie. When toilet paper is, Oh, you're sick, dude. God, that is sick. Rock. When, when I see toilet paper like that, i.e. most businesses, I roll that thing so much that I'm like the mummy on my hand for that reason. I don't care if I use the entire roll and I go through another one. I am literally rolling that thing because I am terrified of doing the man wipe and getting that kind of stuff on you that is gross a hundred percent gross yeah it's it's just like it's so uncomfortable too when it does happen because you're like oh my god the i'm assuming it's happened to you because it hasn't happened oh it has no it has i'm like (laughs) i'm like oh no it it is so uncomfortable too because it's like and think of it though like these nasty ass guys like they just leave the bathroom you don't know if the tp tore on their hands oh man i'm like like your hand was literally in your ass you are really making it hard for me to give five or shake a hand to anybody ever again (laughs) like that is did you wash your hands after you you got hershey's all over of course of course it's i mean i didn't get hershey's all over but i was like luckily i didn't but there are some nasty people out there who probably did and they didn't go wash their hands well saturday night at boxing i'm expecting you to wash your hands stats because now you're gonna have me thinking about this the entire time amen gonna be laughing well Speaking of shits, the San Antonio Spurs are playing tonight, and they are actually ahead, 77 to 60 at halftime over the Oklahoma City Thunder. Uh, right now, Devin Vassell is the leading scorer, 16 points. Dort oh, yeah. is the leading scorer for the Thunder, 12 points. And it just so happens that Shai Gilchrist Alexander is out tonight. Go figure, right? The uh, the movement for Wim, Wimbayama, the tank for Wimby whole thing is the uh, going on tonight between the Spurs and Thunder. All right, man, we've um, we've covered literally everything from NFL talk to soccer World Cup to <laughs> wiping your butt and getting crap all over your hands all the way to having the butthole tickled by a bidet. There's nothing left to talk about other than sweeper keep. All right, Stas, take it away. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the segment of all segments. Welcome to Sweep or Keep. Now, for those of you who are new to Sweep the League podcast, this is how Sweep or Keep works. You're either going to sweep something, which is like a Twitter uh, take or someone's opinion or something that happened, which means you don't like it. No, sweep it. Or you're going to keep it, which is you're going to you know, cherish it for the rest of your life, put it up on your mantle and enjoy it before you go to sleep. So gentlemen, let's play the game of sweep or keep. We got two of them on the docket tonight. Now, uh, sweep or keep. Apparently, uh, the 10 and two roadrunners are ranked number 23 in the AP poll, but went unranked in the CFP poll. Um, sweep or keep on this guys. 
I'm going to I'm going to sweep that because I don't understand how a team like UTSA keeps getting just bypassed and overlooked. To me, I'm just going to flat out say it is total bullshit that they really do. I I understand, you know, hey, they're not power five. They're not this. They're not that. You know, maybe their schedule isn't, you know, the most competitive schedule or whatever. Strength of schedule is, you know, not great. Doesn't matter, man. This team year in, year out. I mean, they're not quite there like Boise State was during that one run that they had. But they're pretty damn close. They're pretty damn close to the Boise State days. I think if they go into Friday night and they dominate North Texas, get into a bowl game, and I, this is where it differs. I think they'll make it into that final – or well, they'll make it into eventually the uh, CFB poll. But I think if they go into the bowl game and they dominate that bowl game or even just get a win finally – that's what's going to take them to get the respect that they need from the committee. And that's where I think it really hurts them is that they have yet to win a bowl game. And I think that's why they can't be taken serious, which again, to me, is total bullshit. But if they can get that bowl win, then yes, they need to be taken serious 100%. But I, I think this is bullshit. They're not ranked at the final ranking. Yeah, dude, I'm I'm totally on Rudy's boat, man. It's ridiculous. Um, you know, as everyone knows, I'm diehard UTSA, but I'm also diehard UT. But I mean, how is UT in it? You know, eight and four, but UTSA is not in it. Ten and two. You know, whether you rank them higher than UT or anyone else, it makes no sense to me. I mean, you have a UCF team that lost the Navy. Navy's four and seven, and then you and they lost to Tulane and the uh, Tulane and then you have Tulane in there who lost to UCF. So I'm like, it makes no absolute sense. But that's one of the biggest, you know, hums like you said, the bowl games. But if you if things go right the right way, there's I think I've seen a possibility that Jeff Taylor's in that UTS could sneak their way into the in the Cotton Bowl. Honestly, um, who knows? You know, Shane are we really talking about them in the Cotton Bowl? Yeah, I, I think I saw I think I saw that from what Jeff Taylor said. There's a scenario like a really wild scenario where they can sneak in there. It's just things have to go their way. I mean, anything can happen. It's college football. I mean, you never know what can happen in um a weekend a week out, and that's the beauty of it. But, I mean, even if UTC doesn't go to the Cotton Bowl, they're going to get a good bowl, but they really need to get that win. And I feel like they have the team to get this win. Um, in the in the in in this game against UNT, it's, it's going to be a big game. You know, there's going to be a lot of nerves to go back-to-back. But uh, hopefully they're going to pack the Dome and then go to the bowl game, man. I mean, the bowl game is going to be a big game for them too. You know, there's a good amount of seniors leaving. But, you know, we might be seeing Frank's last game in the, in the Dome, man. You never know. So it's going to be a real good game, um, and I'm excited. Yeah, you know, I, I going back to Frank, dude. I it's so hard for me because, you know, I want to see him play in the NFL so bad, and I think he will, but I don't think it'll be at quarterback. You know, it's just it's going to be at a different position. But you're right, man. Seeing that um, this could be Frank's last game. I mean, you definitely got to go out there and support him. But it's gonna. I mean. You're talking about the Cotton Bowl, man. I mean, if they were to go up to the Cotton Bowl and if they win the Cotton Bowl, then yeah. by all means, then you've got to take them serious. They've got a they've got a good set of players still, no matter who leaves this season. I mean, they got a tremendous team still. So you've got to take them serious. That's, they got to get that bowl win. It's the bowl win, dude. That's what it is. Dude, and and you know, if Frank leaves too, you know, it's not, you know, concrete rumors, but people are, are speculating. You, you tease Hudson Card to who's transferring in the transfer portal to make his way down to UTSA, but he's going to be a really coveted quarterback. Um, they just they're just kind of speculating that because the offensive coordinator used to be a coach of Hudson Card. But a man, dude, if Jeff Taylor pulled off, you know, and got a Hudson Card down there in, in San Antonio, they're going to be rocking, man. I mean, Hudson Card's a hell of a quarterback, but I mean, we'll have to see what's going to happen in the portal this offseason. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be a very cool offseason. Uh, but they definitely need to get that bowl in. Um, all right, we'll go to the next one, Super Keep, man. All right, here's number two on Sweeper Keep, gentlemen. So apparently, and I'm not sure if it was this past Cowboys game or the game prior, but apparently Dak Prescott revealed, I don't know if you heard about this, uh, it was revealed what his wallpaper on his phone was. 
Uh, and apparently it was uh, himself on his wallpaper. <laughs> so, gentlemen, NFL players, Dak Prescott specifically, having themselves as their wallpaper, sweep or keep. Well, I know a little bit about people that are narcissists. So I'm just going to say I will sweep that shit all day. I, I can't. If, if you're on your phone as your wallpaper, but you have your significant other or if it's you and your daughter, son, or, you know, hey, it's me and my mom, you know, on my cell phone, whatever. I get that. If it's just you, uh, that that's some weird shit, in my opinion. I, I just look in the mirror if you got to look at yourself, if you're really that hard up on looking at yourself. But as a wallpaper, no, nah, man, I can't do that. I I would have rock as my wallpaper, but I wouldn't have myself as my wallpaper. Hey, man. which rock would you? Which what? Upper upper body or lower body, Rudy? <laughs> oh God! You know what? Can I can I just get the uh, the neck below above the knee rock? A little bit of both. A little bit of both worlds. <laughs> hey, man, I'm keeping it, man. Self-love, man. Do what you got to do. It motivates you. You know, if you want to look at yourself in the mirror and, and call yourself good looking and handsome, whatever you think you are. you know. The How does that motivate you? You're like, hey, you man, know what? I mean, I'm an ugly motherfucker. I can improve this. <laughs> hey, man. Everyone can think someone's ugly, but then they can think they're the hottest person in the world. If Dak thinks he's the best person, I mean, let him do his thing. And can you imagine just like that one, that one ugly, that poor ugly bastard who just like pulls up his phone wallpaper and he's like, he just sees himself on his wallpaper. Yeah, I look oh, ugly. Yeah. Guy. Hey, they're, they're saying, hey, I'm all, I'm all self love. I'm the self love bandwagon over here. I mean, my wallpaper is not me, but I have a lot of self love. Um, is is it your booty shorts? Nah, it's like a just. I can't even. I don't know why it's that thing. Is it that donut from Voodoo? Hey, it could be. Oh my god! Uh, it's like that. See, look, it's just like the two hands touching. I mean, it's kind of cool. Oh, cool, Ben Roethlisberger. Nice. Uh, wow. Just get it. <laughs> just get it. This must have been a Ben Roethlisberger night. He's been on the show down here like <laughs> times a night. So, if that's the last sweeper keep, I've actually got a sweeper keep for stats and oh. rock. So, all right, I like this, ladies and gentlemen. I've got a sweeper keep. So. Dateline San Antonio from the desk of KSAT 12. Headline, woman accused of stabbing man multiple times for not helping her with the bills, SAPD says. The affidavit, man was bleeding profusely after being stabbed in the neck, back, leg, and hand because he wouldn't help his girlfriend pay the bills. Sweeper key, gentlemen. Would you help your girl pay the bills if I'm it sweeping. meant you damn near losing your life? I'm sweeping that, and if I'm in that situation and I know she's crazy, I'm dropping her, changing my name, blocking her, <laughs> just going MIA, you know, telling my family, telling all the friends I know her that I moved, and just not being involved with everything. Because that's, that's crazy, man. People in San are crazy. That's even if she's my girlfriend, I mean, yeah, you know, you pay for some stuff, but I'm not paying her bills. What I mean, no. What? Okay, what? I mean, she's 30 years old, and I mean, even if it's a sugar daddy type thing, is it really worth you getting stabbed in the neck? No, 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 no. No matter, no matter how attractive she is, no, no, it's not worth getting stabbed in the neck. I'm not putting my life on the line I, knowing if someone's gonna. I'm literally gonna. I'm literally gonna ask my wife here when we get off. If if for whatever reason I said, you know, I'm not paying this bill, are you gonna stab me like in the neck or in the back? I mean, I, I've never heard of a case like this. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah. go ahead, Stas. I'm I'm that, still dumbfounded. Some, that I'm dumbfounded by that too. But I mean, people, you can't stab a person. I mean, you can't. Well, yeah, don't you do can't. It. You can't stab yeah, a person. You, you, you can't stab people. Like, don't don't do that. Yeah, and there's clearly she's there's there's something wrong with this lady. But yeah, you can't. People don't stab. Okay, two things you can get from this show: don't stab people, and wash your hands after you wipe your ass, and use a bidet. Wash your hands at the bar, people. There goes the women and men, man. Wash your damn uh -huh. hands. Sing the alphabet two times. 
Do we think she washed her hands after grabbing a kitchen knife and stabbing her dude? I mean, sanitary, sanitation-wise, I mean, it'd be nice, but yeah, you can get everything from here. You can get, you know, headlines about women stabbing guys because their phone bill wasn't paid all the way to why toilet paper was the number one seller during COVID. We we just talked about everything tonight. This is the most merry-go-round show that we've had on Sweep the League. It's a massive return. So we're going to end it on that note because I, I need to find out why anybody would stab somebody uh, for, for bills. I mean, I if Rock needed help paying, you know, his bar tab at PTs, I would definitely help him. I mean, a hundred percent, you know, but I don't think he would stab me if he, you know, I couldn't help him, you know, pay his only fans bill or something. I mean, that would definitely be something different, but anyway, guys, don't forget. <laughs> yeah. Thanks rock. Don't forget this Saturday sweep the league. We're going to be giving you wall to wall coverage, man, of the TMB promotions event knockout. Frank Gore is the headliner. Not only that, you got Henry world star Arredondo. You got, Oh, um, Ricky Medina is fighting on the card as well. We got Myra Rodriguez making her debut. Ruru hashtag heavy shit Silva trying to go 6-0. and The bad blood match, Joseph Johnson and Frank Brown. That's going to be a massive, massive bout. Tune in Saturday for Rock and I, as well as Stats and Shamaya. We'll be going live on Facebook as well as Instagram, giving you the pre-fight show. We'll be giving you our winners, be kind of looking at some of the matches themselves. So for Stats, for Rock, for myself, Candace, Derek, and Shamaya, hopefully they'll be joining us next week. This is a Sweep the League on a different night. We rescued you from your Wednesday BS that goes on every single Wednesday night. Until we see you guys again, until we sweep the league again next week. See you later. Oh, yeah.